Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. I did it again. (laughs) So thanks for being patient. This is part two of a full episode I recorded and had to split because it got a little too long. So if you didn't catch it, make sure you catch yesterday's episode for part one as we continue our talk about forgiveness. And here we go. And so just just be aware of that, that this is not a section of scripture meant to write off all wrongdoing and to essentially enable poor behavior, but it is a way to respond, especially to our brothers and sisters in Christ who have repented, who have caused hurt and pain, who have sinned, who have fallen short, and now they are hurting because of it. And that's really clear because Paul said, you know, that's, that's punishment enough. For such a one, this punishment by the majority hurting everyone, hurting every single person is enough. And the the fact that hurting people is a punishment, that shows the, the state of the person's heart. That shows that their heart does feel bad. Their heart does repent. They are hurting with everyone else because they caused the hurt. This isn't someone who could care less and who walks away caring less. Because for them, hurting people, that's not a punishment to them because they don't care. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. That's what what I see when I read this. Not a blanket statement to forgive the person who did wrong and to just basically like wipe their slate clean without anything. That's not how it works. (laughs) I mean, even Christ paid for all sin, but not every single person is forgiven because it's about faith. And it is about that heart posture of accepting what you've done, repenting of it, and knowing that you need Christ and coming to that place on your knees to him. So I hope, I hope that makes sense. I apologize. My brain is still a little bit foggy and fuzzy. So if that was unclear at all, please send me a message. I would love to talk about it. And uh, yeah, but let's see what else Paul has to say. So I beg you to reaffirm your love for him, for this is why I wrote that I might test you and know whether you are obedient in everything. And I think that also speaks volumes that forgiveness is one of the hardest things to be obedient in because it doesn't feel right sometimes. We want to take vengeance on our own, right? We want to exclude somebody maybe. And sometimes again, I don't think it's necessarily conscious. I think that's our subconscious reaction is to want to do that. But, but the Bible is clear that vengeance is for the Lord. It is not for us. And so we leave that to him and we continue to love. And when someone asks for forgiveness, we give it. It's one of the hardest things. And the way that Paul was uh, testing their obedience, he goes on, Anyone whom you forgive, I also forgive. Indeed, what I have forgiven, if I have forgiven anything, has been for your sake in the presence of Christ so that we might not be outwitted by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his designs. And here's what it comes down to. 
even though forgiveness is challenging and here Paul is saying, you know, who you forgive, I forgive, which by the way, if, if you've ever had a friend hurt by somebody, a family member hurt by somebody, it can be really hard to forgive. Even like when they didn't hurt you yourself and they hurt someone you love, that can be really, really hard. But Paul's saying who you forgive, I forgive. Right, we're going to keep on loving them. That's what we're called to do. That when they are repentant, when they are feeling bad, when they are apologizing, we are called to love them, to comfort them even, and forgive them. And why? Why? So that for the purpose that we would not be outwitted by Satan. <clears throat> for we are not ignorant of his designs. And that's the thing. Satan uses this bitterness in our hearts, this lack of forgiveness in our hearts, and he can twist that. And just like I believe that God plants seeds in our hearts, right? He talks about that planting seeds that then grow to fruit. And Holy Spirit, of course, is in us doing the growing. I believe there are also seeds of evil that can be planted in our hearts. That if they're not rooted out and they're not pulled out, they can grow. They can grow into something that we never expected, never wanted. That are opposite of what God calls us to. And unforgiveness and the bitterness and the resentment that comes with it, that's one of them. So be aware of how our enemy, he is actively trying to plant these seeds. He is actively trying to discourage, to cause doubt, to cause distraction in our lives and in our walks in the kingdom. So be aware of that. Don't be outwitted by Satan. You are not ignorant of his designs, his plans, what he is doing, but instead love in a way that is countercultural and forgive when someone repents, even when it's hard to forgive. And if, if you're struggling with that, bring it to God. He is the best example of that balance of justice and grace and the best example of forgiving the, the seemingly unforgivable in me, in you in every believer and he paid for that forgiveness with his very life <laughs> our god's so good isn't he i'll see you in our next episode